Hello, I'm Caitlin Keen, a plant biologist with a thirst for mycology, and you're listening to Flora Funga Podcast. I'm here today to share with you the underrated nerdy topics of plants and fungi. You will be more educated about these fun topics when I'm done with you. I would love to bridge the gap between us humans, plants, and fungi. So welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode one of Flora Funga Podcast. Oh my gosh, there's a cute corgi outside. Oh my gosh. It's going to be a wild ride. I am so excited to be recording my first episode. Uh, I just kind of want this to be fun, kind of lecture-based, but more interesting. Uh, I want to start very broad so everybody is on the same page. Today we are talking about literally what is a plant and what makes up a plant, a little uh, history on it, and some of the plant parts. Like I said, I kind of wanted this to be more lecture-based. Eventually, maybe I'll um, get people on as interviews um, to capture some mentors or just more scientists to explain to you these special topics. Uh, I'm really doing this because I wanted to educate people and honestly work on public speaking. This is a, I never thought I would be able to do a podcast like this. Um, So this is going to be pretty fun. I'm very excited. So this week's episode is on what is a plant? A plant is a multicellular living eukaryotic organism that belongs to the kingdom plantae that mostly uses photosynthesis to acquire energy. Plants usually have stems, leaves, and roots as well. Plants range vastly from um, like groups like mosses and liverworts, which are bryophytes, um, and those are non-vascular plants. So they lack the xylem and phloem that actually transfers water and nutrients up and down the stem. Then the next group uh, would be seedless vascular plants, which include ferns and horsetails. Next up on the tree is gymnosperms, which are your precious conifers, ginkgos, and other evergreens, so like your Christmas trees. And lastly, the newest group is angiosperms, which are all flowering plants, so everything else. Uh, Flowers are fairly new to the world. They use the most energy to create flowers and nectar uh, due to animals, insects, humans, uh, angiosperms. Angiosperms are able to thrive due to them. Um, Can you believe it that we can actually break that down even further um, into two traditional classes? Um, so you got the monocots and dicots, or, um, so we got grasses, lilies, sedges for monocots, and dicots, which are everything else. The main difference between monocots and dicots are that monocots have, uh, one cotyledon leaf, so kind of that first leaf that you see that doesn't really look like the rest. Um, It's usually wider and um, just a little different. Um, So that's not really the true leaf. 
it's just the first cotyledon. Uh, they also have branching out fibrous root systems, and they have a scattered vascular system, which we will talk um, later on. I don't want to get too in-depth right away and scare everybody off. So um, the leaves on the monocots have parallel veins, so that's kind of like your cattails or, like I said, like your lily leaves. And most of those flowers, uh, petals come in multiples of three. So think of a trillium or, again, the tiger lily. On the other hand, dicots are everything else and the opposite. They have two cotyledons. They have a deep taproot system, a ringed vascular system. Dicots have a net-like veins for their leaf, so think of a maple. And their petals come in multiples of four or five, like a geranium or a carnation flower. I don't want to overwhelm you with all the different parts of the plants in episode one. I'll dive more into that at a different episode. But I want to go over the basic parts of the plant to help you visualize. Maybe I will record this episode and put it on YouTube down the road. Let me know if you guys prefer uh, visual aid as well. I feel like labeling all of these plants or these special areas might need a visual cue. So uh, let me know. Comment down below if you want me to start a YouTube channel. So I could also maybe record that and put some content up. You can also go to my website at florafungapodcast.com and you can find all of my links there. I actually just created a new Facebook page, an Instagram, and a Twitter. So comment on any of those, uh, leave a review, or yeah, subscribe and let me know if you guys would like that because I'm totally down to do that. I just want to know if people are into that. So, all right, the breakdown of a plant like dandelion, would be we have the shoot system, so everything above the soil, and the root system, which is everything under the soil. The shoot system has the vegetative parts, like leaves, stems, uh, which usually include photosynthesis. Then the reproductive part is what the flowers and seeds would be. Before I get too carried away about uh, diving deep into these scientific terms, I'm going to transition into the segment called Flora Facts. Here are some fun plant facts that I have discovered over the years. Did you know that the sunflower family, Asteraceae, has individual small flowers that make up the head of it, which is called the inflorescence? Each one of these petals is actually its own flower or floret. The type of floret on sunflowers are actually called rays. So after being pollinated, each floret will make a separate fruit, which is called the sunflower seeds. And the seed inside is actually the real fruit. Another fun plant floral fact is that the tomato plant flower actually opens up to uh, bee pollination syndrome. So the plants actually can hear and feel the vibrations of the bees, and that is what signals the flower to actually open up so it can be pollinated and turn into a beautiful little tomato. I think that's really interesting. Like, I wonder how that evolved together 
without bees, there would be no specific plants. That's pretty weird. Uh, so how do plants evolve from the Big Bang theory, if you believe in that, or not, to now, where we can actually tissue culture house plants to keep up with the demand? About 3.5 billion years ago was the origin of life. First, there was the three domains, uh, bacteria, archaea, and eukarya. You guys get it. The first organisms were consisting of cell membranes and protoplasm without a nucleus. Another evolutionary milestone was the oxygenetic photosynthesis based on chlorophyll A, which was de derived from a bacterium, which is now called cyanobacteria. Next was the origin of mitochondria, uh, also a bacterium capable of aerobic respiration. And that began surviving like inside of the protoplasm of eukaryotes. And this is t a type of symbiosis because one lives inside of the other, um, technically called a endosymbiosis. Another clade, which is a group of organisms evolved from a common ancestor, had an endosymbiosis with cyanobacteria, which evolved into chloroplasts. So that is what makes the, the green color. They are green, and then that makes chlorophyll. The chloroplasts created the first types of algae, and then some of that algae species actually evolved to survive on land, which created the kingdom plantae. Interesting, right? The evolution of plants from the Big Bang to the angiosperms, which are, again, the flowering plants. All right, time for some juicy news. Uh, I found this fun article in Science Daily the other day, and it talks about how researchers uh, discovered the secret of how moss spreads. Uh, the University of Copenhagen explains how the overlap of wind patterns actually spread the moss spores from North America across the Atlantic Ocean all the way to Denmark. Since these wind patterns can disperse spores over a long distance and keep the pattern closed, uh, the ice, it's an isolated incident that can transport these little guys across. These findings can actually help bridge the gap on how other bacteria, fungi, and plants can spread by microscopic airborne particles by wind. Now researchers can relate to that to other kind of topics and kind of figure out the spread of diseases or, you know, I guess just spores. They're so small, they can survive anything pretty much. So if people are more interested in learning about the magnificent world of plants, I recommend the book The Hidden Life of Trees. It's a super interesting read. Uh, the link to the book is actually down in the show notes and as well on my website. I actually just created a whole tab on florafungapodcast.com and I will actually post all of the book recommendations that I will reference in every episode. So that's kind of a fun little thing where you can just follow the link to Amazon and order it or you can also just go to your public library. That's how I usually read all of my books. 
But yeah, on to quote a scientist. This week's pick is the famous Charles Darwin, the father of evolution. He once stated, I am turned into a sort of machine for observing facts and grinding out conclusions. I agree with him. Being an observer is as simple as asking questions. We should continue to thrive for answers and always question. I think every week I will do a quote the scientist. So if anybody else has some fun quotes um, from scientists, please comment below or again, follow me in any of my social media links, which is on my website. So feel free to contact me. And I think that's plenty of nerd talk for my first episode. Wow, we did it, y'all. That was actually really fun. I really enjoy trying to educate people and show everyone a little bit more about what gets me excited. Plants are so efficient and important for daily life. Thank you for listening to Flora Funga Podcast. I will be talking about what is a fungus in my next episode. If you want to find out more of me, go to my website, like I said, down in the show notes. There shall be a link where you find my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please leave a review and subscribe and share with your friends and family about this educational podcast. Have a great week, my scientists, and go learn something new today. Peaches! Tired of feeling drained and lethargic? Wish you could boost your energy levels naturally and stay focused throughout the day with no crash? I've been struggling with this problem too. Thank you to Sovereignty's purpose for the ultimate energy of the day. Imagine a world where you wake up feeling refreshed, alert, and ready to conquer any challenge that comes your way. With Sovereignty, you live your life with purpose. Whether you're tackling a project, powering through a workout, or simply need a pick-me-up during the day, Purpose is carefully crafted with a powerful combination of amazing ingredients like green coffee bean extract, cordyceps, ashwagandha, bacopa, beet juice, hemp blend, green tea extract, cherry, blueberry, broccoli, kale, and turmeric extract. 
All of this is only 25 calories and 115 milligrams of caffeine with no jitters and no crashes. Harness this aptogenic blend of benefits in your next smoothie, drink, cocktail, or dessert. Whether you're an entrepreneur, farmer, business professional, or student, Purpose has got your back. No more sluggish afternoons and hello productivity that lasts. Grab your blend with 10% off using the code KK10 on Sovereignty.co. That's S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N-T-Y dot C-O and use KK20 for 20% off at checkout.